Welcome to Next in Nonprofits. I'm Steve Boland, and I am very pleased to be joined today by Matt Faulkner, Project Manager and Sales Manager uh, at Maketa. Matt, thanks so much for taking the time. Thanks for having me. Um, as you will hear with other Salesforce uh, conversations that we're recording here, there's a little bit more noise than usual because we're um, recording in a very busy space of 170,000 of our closest friends that have come together to talk about how all kinds of uh, uses of these tools can make things better for lots of folks. But why don't we begin by asking you to just talk a little bit about um, what is Marquette? What kind of work do you do? Marquette is a consulting partner uh, for Salesforce. Uh, Marquette has been around uh, for just over a decade. Uh, we got into the healthcare space um, about five years ago. Uh, we started working in the uh, addiction treatment center space, and uh, we started by configuring uh, Salesforce for treatment centers to kind of better manage patients as they come through um, that whole system. Um, so yeah, that's how we kind of get started in the uh, the healthcare space. We uh, we also uh, are an app developer, so we've got multiple apps on the app exchange. Um, we have quite a bit of work um, in communities as well. So uh, you could say we're uh, you know pretty well versed on all things Salesforce. We're a full service IT mm-hmm. uh, Salesforce company. And for the point of the nonprofits out there, so many of those addiction treatment facilities, uh, community healthcare centers, all that stuff are nonprofit organizations, but they need to work in a world of electronic medical records now. Right. Um, and that's, I think, the, the most interesting thing that I wanted to check in with you about is um, that in and of itself seems kind of big and scary. Um, uh, yeah. Many organizations have really tried to figure out how do we walk the line here of um, a responsible use of these tools that's HIPAA compliant, that's pr- privacy protected. Um, so y- you said you kind of came up into this work from working with some folks in addiction treatment in particular that helped kind of pop this. Are they also subject to these same HIPAA compliant rules in terms of storing electronic medical records? Yeah, absolutely. So um, just a quick background. I, uh, I actually came from uh, the treatment center space before okay. coming to Marquetta. So I, I worked as a, an admissions director and uh, also worked as a contact center uh, manager. So um, I worked in a lot of different areas of, of uh, tr- treatment in particular. So I'm well versed on HIPAA. You know, um, actually, I met Marquetta. I was actually a customer of Marquetta oh, cool. first before um, uh, before coming over to Marquetta. So um, we actually helped, um, started to develop the solution um, that we have now, which is Elixir, um, as basically a bed management system. And we were running our bed management at the treatment center I was working for on a spreadsheet. So, um, you know, that <laughs> which was is tough. where a lot of charities begin, right? right. It's like, here's the free spreadsheet thing. Maybe they had some free database, whatever that they tried to customize. But a lot of folks are starting from that kind of space. But aren't, aren't we moving into a different regulatory world now where there's some requirement about electronic copies of medical records and how that's handled? Yeah, absolutely. So I was I was involved in uh, more of the private treatment sector mm-hmm. at, at that time. Um, so we were held to like JCO standards and things like that. So um, when um, when they kind of got wind of my spreadsheet, uh, we had to put it to bed, um, so to speak. So um, we were uh, interested in a solution that we could build um, that was HIPAA compliant and uh, and Salesforce kind of met those demands. So we started working with Merketa to build this as a bed management system at the company that I was with. Um, what we wanted to do is be, we, I actually ran, you know, admissions on three treatment centers across the country. And so we had, you know, 500 beds. It was a pretty big deal. So, um, 
we wanted to be able to project bed space, um, you know, at, at, at one center on one day of the week. And, and mm-hmm. that was next to impossible in, on a spreadsheet. Right. So especially when you have that many beds, you've got so many people coming in, so many people leaving, um, you know, and, and so it's an ever changing number. So we, we built the solution using Salesforce. Um, we started to anyway with that company and um, the project kind of got put on the shelf. So I was a little upset about that, but um, a little later on, um, they were moving out of state. I wanted to kind of pursue something else and Salesforce has always been a kind of an interesting passion for me. So I, um, I contacted Rajiv with Merketa. Um, he brought me on, we started focusing on healthcare. Um, and we took that project off the shelf and started working on it as a bed management system. Um, what we found was that in the treatment space, there was just a high demand for uh, integrating your electronic medical record with Salesforce. Yeah. Um, the, there's just so many advantages of it. Um, and what we found, though, is that when we would price out an integration to a treatment center, even a nonprofit, the the budget wasn't there because the um, the the integrations with certain medical records um, they're just not robust. There's not enough um, connections um, with Salesforce to really give. There really was only demographic information going back and forth, so really wasn't giving um, the benefit for the cost um, of what the integration was. So we decided that you know with Salesforce as robust of a platform as it is, we would just build an electronic medical record on Salesforce. And that's what we did. So for folks that are a little less familiar with, with Salesforce as, you know, sort of, and it's plastered all over the um, building that we're sitting in right now as kind of the world's leader in CRM and customer relationship management. Right. You know, for a lot of nonprofits, that tends to be more donors um, in one realm or sphere or bucket somewhere, probably not integrated to clients that we're serving in one bucket or realm or sphere over here. And maybe there's a, a, a contact management system for people that are just general supporters in the community in a different space. Salesforce allows us to put all of those things into one communicative space so that they're talking. But keeping your medical records integrated to the right person and from different from people that are just donors to your cause or people that are interested in the community you're sending newsletters to. um, To your point, I think about how easy is it to do that at the beginning when you were looking at that. Not a lot of smaller, um, you know, $2 million shops that are showing up kind of going, oh, yeah, I want to spend money on that integration. You know, let's make that happen. They didn't see the business case for it then. So as you've been building this out within Salesforce, knowing that some of those smaller folks can get a, a 10 user license Salesforce donation, are, is it easier now? Is it is it possible for that um, federally qualified health center to think we can do electronic medical records with this Elixir tool that starts to make sense now using Salesforce to coordinate? Yeah, absolutely. So um, that was our, our goal was to be able to give um, a company that, that couldn't afford um, you know, a connection, um, using APIs or whatever, um, you know, uh, the ability to have it all on one platform. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, our goal is, uh, to give you the 360 degree view that everybody talks about here at these conferences. Right. <laughs> um, so being able to take, um, you know, especially nonprofits, um, with, you know, grants and things of that nature, um, being able to track that in Salesforce, but then able to take on the, the on the, the, the patient side, 
within the same platform being able to um, to manage the patient as well. So you really can tie all the data points together right. because it's all on one platform, and and you you don't need to worry about an expensive integration with um, a third party system that's really not going to give you. Uh, what what you want anyway. So um, if it's all on one platform, it's all accessible within Salesforce. Um, you know, it's b- because Salesforce has such great security features. You don't ha- not, not everybody would have access to everything. You could actually use different roles uh, within the company to give certain data to certain people. So it still meets all the regulations that, that that's out there. Um, I think that's a really important point about the, um, the the nonprofit world in particular, where some of these folks, when they're there as a patient, um, have a level of information that they're trusting the organization with. Of course, they have every expectation of security, but that doesn't mean that they want the fundraiser or the email manager or the whatever to know that part of their lives. Mm-hmm. But presumably, it is useful for them to know somebody was once um, in relationship with us as this type of person, not specifically the details of their treatment, but you may communicate differently with somebody who uh, is a former patient or uh, whatnot than somebody who's a more general community supporter. Mm -hmm. So are there ways for those roles to be defined where people could go, I know this much about you, but that's all I get to know about you. And therefore I can communicate more effectively to you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Salesforce has um, just so many options when it comes to that. So, you know, if you're just, um, you know, somebody who's answering the phone at the nonprofit, you know, we can, we can only, you know, give that person exactly what they need to know about you. Um, it may be just be your email and phone number and the fact that you have an appointment or something like that. But we can, um, you know, hide all the information regarding your, um, your medical record. So, you know, the fact that maybe you have a, um, you know, some type of disease that you don't want everyone to know about. Yeah, um, like addiction, so, for example. Exactly. It's not a yeah, thing right. that everybody likes to talk about publicly. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, um, so as you um, do rollouts, though, with clients around Elixir, that that's going to be the, the, the front end that more people look at, or are they going to see Salesforce and then Elixir integrates? I mean, if you were to come into somebody who, let's take that treatment center example, although this can, of course, be applied to lots of different um, types of organizations that provide care for people. But in the case of something like a, uh, a treatment center, um, if I'm uh, taking a, a potential enrollment uh, and I want to check about bed availability and uh, insurance access and all those sorts of things, um, am I logging into something that looks like Elixir? Do I go into Salesforce and Elixir powers some backend stuff that I never see? So it's all built on force.com. Um, okay. So, so you, it looks like Salesforce. It's Salesforce, yeah. Okay. So you, it it's the same um, components that you would see um, if you were to log into Salesforce, the regular Salesforce. So okay. um, it's just we've we've built in some buttons and features and fields that when you download Elixir, um, you've got you've got access to all that. So um, what we've um, built is uh, first when you open it up, you'll notice that there's buttons across the top and there's a uh, an admissions button that maybe there's some paperwork that you need to fill out right on the on the the get-go uh, releases and things of that nature um, then you know if, as it goes for like addiction treatment there might be something like a like a detox uh, like a nursing tab that the nurse would do an assessment um, maybe put it together a treatment plan using this uh, this button and feature um, the doctor would have the availability of doing, um, uh, uh, there's a SureScripts integration. We're using a third-party service. I'm sorry, say that again. What integration? SureScripts. SureScripts, so, like so prescription script. Prescription, gotcha. yeah. Okay. So from Elixir, you'll be able to click the button. 
for SureScripts, and it will bring you to um, a, a system that we've integrated with Elixir that, that will allow the doctor to um, write prescriptions directly to the pharmacy okay. down the road. So that's a pretty, pretty cool feature. Um, and uh, most, most electronic medical records have that today, but um, you know, the fact that it's on Salesforce is pretty pretty awesome. So when you talk about um, integrating Elixir into that, that this is still all cloud-based. So yeah. this isn't a, you know, I need it installed on my desktop. It's going to be just part of yep. my Salesforce installation for my user licenses associated with these roles anyway. Yeah, you don't need servers or anything to yeah. run Salesforce. So just the same login. Um, you know, if uh, there's different license models with Salesforce. So um, with, with Elixir, um, you would only need a, a, a force.com license to run it. Um, mm -hmm. It's also um, being built on, on Health Cloud. So it has the, uh, has the benefit of Health Cloud as well. So that's a whole nother um, kind of can of worms within uh, Salesforce is that uh, they've really just come out with this, this new uh, application um, on force.com called Health Cloud. And it's all about um, uh, collaboration within your uh, organization. So if there's multiple doctors, they can collaborate. Um, you can access different data points using Health Cloud as well. It's uh, really an, an amazing new tool that's uh, that's come out with with Salesforce that we have a lot of experience with as well. So as an integration partner that works with all of this stuff, this is um, an interesting challenge, I think, about um, serving the customers that you're serving where they don't want to spend all of their time becoming Salesforce experts. And if they introduce something called Health Cloud and they've got all these things, they probably are less interested in knowing that versus how do I make sure that my people, when they need to do intake or when they have to do billing or when they're going to, you know, in the case of charities, maybe go back into records and and um, do some communications to people that are former patients or mm -hmm. whatever. They're going to want to know uh, that this isn't going to become overly complicated and switching every three days and, mm -hmm. and such a training nightmare. So yeah. um, when you talk about health cloud as something, that's something that you as an integration partner really need to understand the power of. But your end user, if they're using elixir doesn't necessarily need to understand all of that or is there some level that they really got to make sure they get like here's what's in this layer that we can work with but we can't touch versus what we bring to the table that we can make some changes to so marketa as a partner um we the benefit of working with marketa um so salesforce is going to give you the whole um you know platform but marketa as a company um, comes in as a partner with the nonprofit and mm -hmm. what we're going to do is we're going to set it up for you we're going to do training with you um, we even provide uh, ongoing service as, uh, as 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 one of our offerings so um, you know there's not a need to hire a, a you know a full-time salesforce guy that manages this for you marketa can provide that service um, as as well as part of our kind of offerings so you know we come in we set it up we do the training um, we have a library of videos that they could uh, access to kind of see um, and train new people um, on that side of things so you know that would be uh, you know kind of how how that would be handled so if it's a force.com kind of main interface, um, presumably that means that um, you can have your own app e infrastructure that works within that too, so that people might use tablets or whatever to do some of this work a little bit more mobily. Um, oh, yeah. And certainly, again, with a lot of these um, community-based health centers, uh, folks are out in the community all the time talking about immunization records or talking about things. So being able to um, talk about what would they be able to see that is secure and allows Maketa to do that part of the work work, but allows a, a mobile first user to kind of take some of those records and that information in the field. 
Yeah, so um, uh, Salesforce has um, uh, Salesforce One, which is the mobile app. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it can be enabled uh, to certain users. It can be also restricted using IP restrictions. So, um, really, what if if uh, the nonprofit wants to allow the uh, the, the use of cell phones? Um, it could be um, an open IP. Um, you know. Uh, Restriction, so you know you could use it anywhere, or you could say that you know it only you can only access it here at the office, um, but you yep. can give them the mobile access. So you know that you know that so within not the going office, home, I can be walking around with a yeah. tablet, but not outside of my space. Right. So okay. if you're at home, you know that your guys, you know, that work for the nonprofit are not going into the system and accessing records or anything like that. So there's multiple different ways of of setting it up. That's why Salesforce is such a versatile platform because it's fully customizable so if the the nonprofit says that they want it set up this way we set it up this way and that's how it works so because of the amount you've had to learn about the salesforce infrastructure to do this work are you salesforce exclusive shop or do you do integrations with other crm type applications um we are uh, a salesforce it partner but we have uh the understanding of of if you have a third party that's an open source um that means that it 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 allows the communication between uh salesforce and that application we uh, we we build those integrations. Um, we don't have to be a partner or of that um, you know app um, to, okay. to to build that uh, integration. Um, so you know that's another thing with Salesforce is that there's a, a lot less coding involved with uh, right. with with that type of thing. But but we have uh, we have the the, the staff that, that kind of has that background. Well, I think to your your intro story of you know the the spreadsheet, you know we've got to move out of that. But some folks that you know if they did get into um, you know the this civic CRM kind of thing where um, it is an open source platform, we do have the ability to put hooks into those tools and whatnot, and they don't want to have to migrate to the Salesforce infrastructure. I think part of the concern with with the smaller nonprofit, the sub five million dollar kind of operation, is um, you know Salesforce seems like it is this enterprise, right? It is mm-hmm. this. Battleship. It you know, is it just too much? And I think if you haven't done some of the um, online training modules, the the trailhead kinds of things, it may seem a little overwhelming mm-hmm. to do. And I think there's a real concern in um, nonprofit healthcare delivery, probably healthcare delivery in general, of how much time and energy are we putting into training our people versus letting them do the job that we need sure. them to yeah. do. So I don't know how you see the training tools and those, those elements of people saying, I don't want to move because I'm really concerned about that, mm-hmm. to come in and say, if you do move, you know, you can expect this kind of process and maybe it becomes less time intensive and we can show you what that return on investment looks like for your team. So um, that's a good uh, point there. And what we um, so Salesforce has um, so many things that that uh, that you can access and, and configure, but not all those things are not uh, typically necessary for your business. Right. So we could we could say that we want to have this object and this object, um, you know, exposed to these types of people. Maybe they only need to see these types of things. So. Um, you know, we can we can pr- provide a profile, um, you know, for a certain user and say that that they only get to see this elixir, they only get to see this this uh, demographic field, so it doesn't become overwhelming, uh, where you have all these tabs and all these things that you don't necessarily even use um, on your screen, so it's it gets overwhelming. So, so we could really kind of scale back Salesforce to that user so that they they could. They could, um, you know, uh, have something that 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 they could 
utilize and 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 not feel like they're overwhelmed plus um you know i always recommend trailhead um you know i do a lot of trails on trailhead it's it's uh it's free and um you know when we're doing um implementation we we highly recommend going into to to the trails and and getting hands-on with, uh, with with Trailhead, um, it's an it's an amazing tool. Right. So for organizations that haven't um, explored Salesforce as a tool yet, it's good to understand that you can view these um, training modules that get put together in different um, orders and components based on the needs of your organization and call it a trail and say, I need my people to be able to understand these basics of data entry, these specific things about you know our, our security process or whatever it might be. Um, certainly in the case of electronic medical, records if you've got to have that paper signature on the thing now what happens to the thing does it get scanned and burned does it get scanned and filed in a folder somewhere you know what what are we doing and you can build those mechanisms to be able to help people and if you're not sure yet about whether something as powerful as Salesforce feels too scary go try the a couple of trails for free because it, it right. is you can sign up for a free Salesforce account you just to yeah. play with the trails you can go give it a shot but it does get back to the point of um, most of the of the um, healthcare providers that are required to keep these kinds of records um, want to do a certain amount of it for their patients and their own need. But some of it is about kind of the external needs of the world, the insurance companies and all the rest of it. Many of these folks are going to have government billing, are going to have um, uh, uh, private sector billing in addition to some charitable component. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, does Elixir kind of help provide those kinds of billing code things? Does it go into that kind of level or do you have to just have a separate system that deals with billing um it just depends on um, what the requirements are um for uh for your specific nonprofit. um elixir doesn't meet um meaningful use yet but um, you'll have to define that for me i don't know what meaningful so, use um, means. so medicaid and medicare um uh, uh providers sometimes are are, are required to use an EMR that that meets the meaningful use standard, it's a it's okay. a standard out there. Okay. Um, so uh, Elixir doesn't meet that yet. Um, it it uh, needs to be uh, submitted for testing and things of that nature within uh, the meaningful use organization. So, um, but we are um, making steps towards that. Um, so we're uh, we've just released version one. Um, we're um, we're working with some uh, some some treatment facilities now to to um, incorporate some new features and things for version two. So it's a it's a it's it's it'll be an evolution, um, you know, and and it will just continue to get better every um, every version. So um, so but um, to to kind of answer the question, if if it's um, not not every not every nonprofit is going to be required to, uh, to 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 have a meaningful use um, EMR, and if and if it's not required, then then Elixir would be a perfect uh, perfect EMR for their needs, and it can be completely customized. Um, so if they already have forms that they're used to using at your at your facility, and they're even on paper, we can. Uh, transfer them into uh, an, an electronic form within Salesforce. So, really, we we try to you know um, as part of Marquetta's offering as a as a, a consulting partner, we come in and we do a discovery phase. Um, we'll meet with um, the nonprofit, um, basically whiteboard their current state. Uh, you know whether it's paper documents or Excel, and we 
go through their their full process so they can see it up on a whiteboard and, and a lot of times that's a, a sobering thing to see uh what's what's going on um it, it seems uh in, not, in a not lot just of in medical sessions. records right, exactly yeah, lots yeah. of ways that can be sobering yeah yeah <laughs> so um you know i've had a lot of people sit back after the after that meeting and say wow i didn't realize you know how bad it was going so um but when you're able to take that step and then um we do a, a like a 2b state um so this is this is salesforce this is how all your processes could run on that most people are very excited about the uh the the proposition Right, especially when you get into those, um, how we can make sure that the medical records component gets treated the way that we need it to be treated, but then look at the rest of the ecosystem. Because to your point about the the reason that we're here at Dreamforce with 170,000 of our closest friends is because there are so many other um, app developers, certified partners that are working in these spaces. So if what you need is the medical records piece to integrate with something that's more donor relationship management that is also integrated with something that's a little bit more in the market marketing cloud world. So mm-hmm. as you mentioned, health cloud, there's also a, a product layer called marketing cloud that helps people understand more about the work of the um, care provider, even if they themselves aren't necessarily a patient. All of these things are there and integratable, but um, it is kind of a question of how much of it do you turn on and mm-hmm. <laughs> what, yeah. do you, what do you decide to right. kind of leave dark so that you're yeah. focused on the pieces that you need to do and having a uh, a, a certified partner to work with to make some of those decisions. So, I mean, for example, if somebody does want the, uh, um, I've lost that Medicare term that you threw out again about meaningful use. That is yeah. meaningful use. It is a requirement for them. Do you have other partners out there that you can say, well, use our layer for this, but if you need this layer, right. here's a partner that you can work with to kind of flip that switch. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, we, uh, you know, I'm very well versed in other other medical records, and I, I partner with uh, other companies. So if there's a gap, um, you know, we try to reach out and see who can who can fill that gap. Um, You know, we uh, and and we can we can still do the integration. So if there's a nonprofit um, cloud that we want to use from Salesforce and integrate it into another electronic medical record, um, you know, we're going to try to come up with the best solution. Um, And there's you know, instead of doing a full integration, you could you could use um, you know, uh, like middleware companies that, that are out there. We actually have a, a partner um, by by the name of Bridge Connector that uh, that does some some uh, some integration as a service. So um, that's a pretty neat thing. So if uh, you're trying to mitigate the cost, you know, we could uh, we could kind of work with a partner on that. Um, we have electronic medical record you know, companies that are meaningful use that we can kind of utilize. So, so yeah. when you say cost mitigation in this um, particular case, though, uh, what external, I mean, let's let's say that the, the cost of the Salesforce license isn't really the thing, but the cost of some of these other partners that, that might be necessary in order to make it work, you can kind of use this integration partner to bypass some of that. We'll just, we'll, we'll, right. we'll not take advantage of those Salesforce things. We'll instead kind of use this middle system that yeah. will handle those things without having to go to that more expensive layer of Salesforce that sure. isn't just the basic license. Is that? Well, in the more expensive, like the integrations. So you can actually use okay. partners um, that could help the, uh, with the integration costs and things like that and sp- spread the cost out over, over like a, a monthly cost, similar to the model okay. of Salesforce where it's a, Software as a service, it could be something like integration as a service. Uh, we're also uh, partners with Dell Boomi 
So, um, and they're here at, at, at Dreamforce um, pre presenting. So, um, we have we have a lot of really great partnerships. So, um, but by by utilizing Marketa, um, you utilize our our partner base and and knowledge base. Um, you know, so that we can kind of custom develop a solution for that nonprofit. So do you view your uh, specialization coming from like some of those treatment options again uh, as you know the the intake staff and and medical professionals that support them or are you thinking no really it's the whole healthcare delivery system we talk to the the certified medical staff but we also you know view the the folks that do billing as our customer or the people that do communications as our customer you kind of think we really have the specialization in this part and then you know when you need those other things we know who to talk to right if it's if it is required um you know to be an outside thing um you know we can certainly involve uh you know another another party but but we really do have um internally um the knowledge we we integrate um with uh with billing partners uh, yep. we understand billing um Marketa's got uh, a lot of different talented professionals within within Marketa. Like my background is 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 treatment. We've got uh, other professionals that work for Marketa that could come in and and add um you know added uh, value with regards to billing or um you know insurance and things of that nature. So um, we've got we've got a lot of uh uh, you know, great people that could could help out in those regards. Yeah, I mean, there's so many things about managing a nonprofit facility that provides some level of health services, whatever in the world it may be, that um, I think are very difficult for um, boards of directors and others to really understand what's the right business decision to do. Because when you get on a nonprofit board for a federally qualified health center or a community clinic or your neighborhood treatment program or whatever, um, you know, you're probably there because you believe in the mission of the organization delivering that service, but not because you are somebody that spends loads of time making enterprise software decisions, but somebody right. has to agree to pay the bill. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, as you think about the, the folks that have to approve that um, um, choice of saying, yes, we want to do this integration and we're going to be willing to put X amount of dollars in the line to do it, um, does does the, the business case sort of for that come um, with a native? We expect based on that nasty whiteboarding that we did of all the crazy processes mm -hmm. that we're going to be able to, you know, save X amount of staff time in these yeah. areas and therefore this makes sense yeah part of what we do is uh, is a cost analysis and um you know that's uh we can, based on what we've discovered in the uh, original discovery we can say that uh you know if we're able to save this much time on this um and and so on um we can kind of give you uh you know a cost analysis and see you know how um, how, how implementing Salesforce is going to affect your, your bottom line and business um, in the future. And uh, yeah, it's a big thing. Well, it's, I think it's a huge question within the management realm for charities to think about that um, there's always that layer of at a certain dollar amount, you need the board to get involved in approving a budget for something. And um, they need to make the best decision they can, recognizing that many of them are not themselves healthcare providers. They're, they, they don't do this thing for a living. They, they mm -hmm. serve on behalf of a community to make sure that they're stewarding a resource. And it's a hard call if you don't yeah. understand all of those pieces. Well, as, as someone who spent a lot of time working on a spreadsheet, yeah. I can tell you that uh, just, just by... Um, Implementing Salesforce in in my role at that company, it, it, it changed everything. I mean, and and our our business um, grew exponentially. Um, it, it was again more in the private sector, but yep. same can be said. Um, you know, 
nonprofit wise? I mean, you're, you're, you have people who are volunteering and, and uh, would you rather that person be spending the entire day working on a, a spreadsheet or could that person's time be put better use um, doing something else um, more productive? So, right. you know, that's, that's the, that's the real uh, analysis here is, is uh, you know, and I spent, I, I spent the entire day sometimes, oh. you know, somebody would break a formula in my spreadsheet and I'd have to go back and figure out where it was. It was, it was awful. It was, uh, you know, so I'm so glad I don't have to work, work on spreadsheets anymore. <laughs> and, uh, and then I get to build solutions like this on Salesforce because, uh, you know, this is, uh, especially in nonprofits, it's just, uh, something that it's kind of near and dear to, to what we do here at Maqueda. Right. And, you know, as we just, there was a keynote yesterday uh, where they talked a lot about um, Salesforce's uh, 111 commitment to community good, that it mm -hmm. isn't necessarily that every partner is going to be incorporated as a nonprofit, but that the platform itself is sort of geared towards the idea that um, we need to be giving back in time, in equity, um, in um, donated product to um, organizations that are providing these services, whether or not they themselves are incorporated as a nonprofit, you know, those those folks make a big difference in community. But I think the challenge of having to manage all of those record pieces um, has traditionally taken a lot more staff time that could have been face-to-face -face client service or could have been outreach to the community or could right. have been any number of other things. So I think it's great to be able to help them put that context around it in the decision-making. Um, do you, as you talk about this idea of kind of whiteboard that and giving them some ideas of cost analysis. Um, uh, does Maketa staff just go out anywhere uh, to people? Do you do this remotely? I mean, if I'm willing to work with you from St. Paul, Minnesota, um, is part of the arrangement that we just work out a travel budget and somebody comes in person, or how does that work? Yeah, we uh, we, we work with our, our customers to kind of figure out that uh, um, that process. Um, I've done some discovery remotely um, okay. in in certain cases where the budget. You know, didn't uh, didn't allow travel, so we uh, you know we utilize our, our meeting software and and uh, spend times with the subject matter experts, the decision makers to come up with a plan. Um, you know, we're an, we're an agile shop, so we uh, we basically will we'll, we'll build the requirements. We'll um, you know um, based on on the discovery, and we'll get the uh, approval from the board, and then we can. Uh, um, you know, work with our developers to, uh, you know, to, to, to find out the timeline on, on the project. And, uh, and then we, um, as an agile shop, we're working in two week sprints. So we'll, Ooh. we'll show the, uh, the demos wow. to the, uh, um, uh, to the stakeholders, um, so they can kind of see and follow along, um, through the process. And, uh, you know, we, 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 especially since we have such a, a background in, uh, in, in, in healthcare, um, you know, we, we can implement and, and have, um, you know, uh, Salesforce up and running with Elixir and everything in, in, you know, four to six weeks. No kidding. Yeah. Um, I mean, even worst case scenario, people coming in with that spreadsheet world. I mean, or is this talking about a better case scenario? Well, you've had a, um, a, a data system before where it's a little bit easier to map everything and, and we can make that transition smoother. So is it that four to six weeks? Best, best case, four weeks. Uh, okay. Worst case, eight weeks. Okay, so yeah. even coming from that horrible um, yeah. land of, that you had to live in for so long. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah. that's impressive that you can be up and running that quickly. That's that, that's a little surprising, honestly. Yeah. I mean, is that regardless of, like, number of records? Because really that's sort of inconsequential, right? I mean, it's yeah, about it's the in, style of how is the data kept, not right. how many of them there are. 
Yeah, I um, I, I get a, I get involved with uh, with the data cleaning myself. Oh, no. um, yeah, because I, I I did so much of it at my uh, previous job yeah. that uh, that that I, I get involved with that a lot, and I have a I have a very good background in Excel and kind of digging through that mm-hmm. that that data to, uh, to to be able to upload it and put it where it needs to go in in Salesforce so that it makes sense. Although some of the native artificial intelligence tools within Salesforce can help after the fact with things like deduplicate. Ugh, I lost that word, deduplication of right. the records because we saw a demo yesterday about um, matching on several things so you can kind of get the fuzzy match versus the very clean match. And sure. it's maybe easier to um, clean up older records that people have been struggling with than they could have imagined in this process. And it's actually funny you mentioned uh, we actually have a dedupe app on the app exchange called NVIDIA, and huh. um, it could be downloaded to your system. It uh, takes the data points. You can uh, search and merge records. Um, so uh, you know, Marketa has got a few different apps on the app exchange that uh, that help um, w- with uh, with productivity and things like that. Right. Um, well, I mean, especially if you're coming in, I, like, I want my health records now to start talking to these other silos that I used to have. And now we're going to have three or four duplicated apps in the marketing system, or apps, uh, duplicated records in the marketing system, that maybe there is a patient. And, you know, right. maybe the, the, the medical records part has been a little bit better because the, sure. the attention to detail and the necessity of it just kept it that way. Sure. But, you know, people have signed up for your newsletter with six different email addresses over mm-hmm. the last 20 years, and it's the same person, but it's hard to do that. And you can help them with that process as medical records come in to kind of look at their whole broader data infrastructure and figure out how do we clean these things up so that the medical records reflect one person, but also just one email communications record. Right. And that's, uh, that's, that's uh, hugely important as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a, a, an area that so many uh, nonprofit organizations struggle with is, uh, is good data to talk to people in ways that they want to be talked to. And I think, again, right. that idea of recognizing that um, you, you don't want to be sending marketing communications to somebody about sensitive topics, um, but you do want to be able to recognize that you have relationship with somebody, not like you're just coming in cold. So right. the ability for you to help understand that within the medical records sphere, we want some people to have access to this level. But as it goes into Salesforce more generally, these things can be restricted by user role so that people that are doing marketing or other kinds of roles within the organization um, can act appropriately but not um, overplay a hand that could feel creepy or weird. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's a kind of a, a big topic in especially like the treatment industry yeah. um, specifically. Um, that we would have we've had to be very careful um, with is uh, and that you know there's a a lot of a lot of things going on with like marketing and you know Google in particular um, has uh, restricted a lot of things uh, within treatment centers. Um, I'm I'm remote in uh, in Florida and there's there's a lot of new laws about uh, you know patient brokering and things. Sure. So you know it's a it's a sensitive area um, that I. Um, that I'm, you know, very familiar with, and and I think that's a that's another another topic that uh, that I think Marquetta brings a lot of experience in um, with regards to that. Well, we are just about out of time, but I do want to make sure that you uh, have a chance to talk to people about where can they learn more about what you're doing at, at Marquetta generally, but also with Elixir specifically in this context. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, we can you can actually. Um, Find us on the web, uh, www.merketa.com. Uh, you can find us um, at 855-MERKETA. Uh, um, so if you want to call us, hmm. um, you can certainly do that. 
Um, and the phone you, still works. People, can, people works. will talk people to you on the phone. People actually pick phones up uh, <laughs> still and, uh, and call us. It's very interesting. But um, you can uh, actually reach me directly at my email at uh, Matt, M-A-T-T, period, Faulkner, F-A-L-K-N-E-R, at Mercetta.com. Good. Well, Matt, I really appreciate you taking the time away from the floor to come talk a little bit about this with uh, an audience that I think has really got a lot to benefit from considering these ideas. So it's it's been great. So uh, Matt Faulkner, project manager and sales manager for EMR for Marketa, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. <laughs>